Welcome to Sports Scene with Steve Russell. Let's talk some sports and have some lunch on ESPN 98.1 FM and 8.50 AM WRUF. After all the talk, after all the interviews, we finally get to a prognostication Friday. Welcome into this Friday edition of Sports Scene, Florida, Georgia. ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM. WRUF, I'm Steve Russell. Time to eat some lunch and talk some sports. Thomas is one of our new producers today. He's going to be making sure all the buttons are pushed right. And we hope you'll call us up and give us your I'm going to I'm going to make uh when you call in today and give us your predictions. Uh I'm going to chart the percentage of you who pick Florida to win today. And of course vice versa as well. Um, So we can do that. And uh, I'm also going to bring this up, too. With the World Series starting, and once again, I don't think many people thought Texas and Arizona would be in the World Series, but they are. Mike from Orin Beach yesterday emailed and won the happy guy uh, because he does not like all the teams that are in the playoffs now. And he says... Television's running our cherished leg- ruining our cherished legacies by expanding the playoffs to line their pockets while making it less and less likely the best team won't prevail. Well, that's the whole idea, isn't it? So I, I want to know if you think there should be more teams in the playoffs, fewer teams in the playoffs, or... You like it where it is, regardless of the sport. Because, look, you are absolutely right, Mike, and I mentioned this yesterday when you emailed this, that the more teams you have, then there's a better chance that the favorites, the ones that played the best, and I'm using baseball here, over 162 games won't win in a short series. But I can, I can recall this. There were a lot of years in Major League Baseball, it's hard to believe this, that 1969 was the first year they expanded the playoffs. 1969. Remember they went to divisions? Before that, American League winner, National League winner, that was the traditional World Series. And there were teams that were really good that won, you know, 90 games, 100 games, the first place team won more, and they didn't make the playoff. They didn't make the World Series. So, you know, there's the flip side of that is that you can have a really good year and in most years have a championship year, but it's that one year where somebody else is just a little bit better and you're locked out. And look, who says in a playoff the, the best team should win? Why do we have to have it that way? When the college football playoff expands, you know, and here's the other thing. Is anybody, I'm in the minority. I like the fact there's only four teams in the playoff because it's the final four. It's the top four. But I don't hear anybody grousing about college basketball when they expanded the field. Nobody groused about that. And doesn't that make it where, look at Purdue, right? They got bounced. Everybody loves March Madness, 
But when it's baseball, oh, they're lining their pockets. So, I mean, it's perspective. We'll get your thoughts on that, too, as you call in. All right, 392-8255. You may, e- uh, you may email srussell at wruf.com. Brian says, I'll take a minute to talk about the soccer team. Uh, they attended the game last night. Crowd great, as well as the game. We're all sad to see the season end. The progress from last year clearly shows. We're lucky to have Coach uh, Bohan as she's building something special. As for the cocktail party, my head says 28-17 to 17, Georgia. Hope I'm wrong, and the Gators pull off a huge upset. Who do you think is the most important player for Florida to somehow pull this off? Ooh, that, that's, it's hard to single out a player. But, but probably, if I had to say it, Mertz. I think he has to be big in this game. Uh, I don't think this game is going to be 10-7. to 7. I think there will be some points scored in it. All right, let's go to Woody. Woody, hello. Yeah, hey, Steve. Your, uh, your baseball playoff question, um, um, I'm okay with the number of teams in the playoffs. Um, the reason is because that means when my team is six games out, they still got a chance to make the wild card and have a chance. Right. And that was the whole point was so that so many more cities would, you know, and fan bases would still be excited, still be engaged. You know, it's not the same old, you know, Dodgers and Yankees and Red Sox and, and Mariners every single year, whatever, you know, you got, you got a, you know, fresh mix of blood there. And so I think that's the point. And really, truthfully, baseball is way fairer than a lot of the other sports because in a five game series or a seven game series, you can't make an excuse if you get eliminated in, you know, uh, like the Braves did. They, they stunk for several games. That's why they got beat. Just, just like the Phillies just got beat. Their best players weren't very good this past series. That's, right. You know, in the, in the, so that's way fairer than, say, I believe the 1986 Bears, they went 14 and 2 right after the 85 Bears won the, won the, uh, the Super Bowl. And I believe they went 14 and 2 in 86 and lost in the first round of the playoffs. Um, so, you know, they had one shot. They had a hurt quarterback. The backup quarterback wasn't very good. Done. You know, that wasn't very fair. Uh, so I'm okay with uh, how baseball is doing it. Uh, I got to admit, I'm not very interested in this series. Baseball, for me, I have a hard time just watching my team, which is the Red Sox, because baseball is still, even though they got the pitch clock, still so dang slow. And and so uh, when it's these two teams that I don't care about at all, and for me, there's no drama, no no interest here. Like uh, Dane Dunning ain't going to pitch every game, for instance. No, there's nothing there for me. I'm just like, ah, oh, whatever. See, you know, I'm, I'm different. Monday, I am totally different. This is the World you love Series. Than me, I think I do. Of course, this is the <laughs> World Series, right? Yeah. I don't need to see the Dodgers and uh, the Yankees in it. Okay. Yeah. Just because I like the game and I, I like what the World Series is, and every once in a while. It's kind of cool to see a matchup like this, you know, where it isn't the big money. Now, Texas spent money. I'm not, they're not a small market team, but you get my point. It isn't like, yeah. you know, Arizona hasn't been there for a while, Texas. So every once in a while, it's good to see two teams like this. Yeah, and those fan bases, they add to the to the – the excitement of the series. Like, if I turn it on, um, it's going to be fun watching those two fan bases going nuts yep. in the stands. Sure will. You know, stuff like that. So. All right. Woody, I appreciate Thanks. your call, sir. Thank you. 392-8255. Daryl's up. Hi, Daryl. Hey, good afternoon, Steve. Steve, before I get into the game tomorrow, as far as baseball, I say leave it alone. I'm happy where it's at. 
Yeah, I, look, I, I get it. If, if you don't like the fact that a team that over 162 games maybe finishes. I remember when the Mets made the playoffs in 73, they won the East, and they were something like four games over 500. And then they went and they made it all the way to play the Reds. And, and so, yeah, they didn't have a great regular year, but they got hot at the right time. So I think everybody who, who understands this understands that not that the regular season doesn't count, it does, but it's how you play when the playoffs start. That's the bottom line. Yeah. Okay, Steve, I'm going to give you some of my opinions on the game tomorrow, and I'll get yours too. Okay. Um, I don't think we'll be able to run the football in Georgia, but I think if we come out aggressive tomorrow, I think we can have success throwing the ball on Georgia. How do you feel? This is a, I've said this all week. This is a line of scrimmage game here. And I don't mean just in the running game. You know, can Florida's offensive line give Graham Mertz time to throw the football? And you're not going to keep him clean all day, you know, I don't think. Georgia, you know, is very good up front. So he's going to take some hits, probably. But can he have enough time to get the ball to a, a good group of receivers? And I'll also say this, everybody I have talked to says, the strength of Georgia's defense this year is not their front seven, it's their back. So that's going to be an interesting matchup to me, what Florida's receiver core does against that secondary. Steve, would you agree this is the best skill players that Georgia's seen so far this year? As far as Florida's uh, skill players? Yeah, they, I mean, yeah, I would say so, because Kentucky's aren't as good. So, yes, I would say that. Okay. All right, my man, you got any picks today? Yep. Uh, let's do uh, South Carolina, Texas A&M. Oh, if Jimbo loses them, he might be gone before when the season's over. But give me Texas A&M. Oregon, Utah. Utah. Mississippi State, Auburn. Uh, give me Auburn at home. Duke, Louisville. Louisville, they got some offense. Tennessee, Kentucky. Tennessee. Ohio State, Wisconsin. Ohio State. Oklahoma, Kansas. Oklahoma. Gator scoring why? Steve, Phantom's kicking in. I'm sorry. If you told me the Gators were playing Kansas City Chiefs, I'd pick, still pick the Gators. But uh, I'm a fan upset, 28-27, Steve. You know, the last team that Georgia lost to was Florida. And so, you know, maybe we can end the streak, you know, by beating Saturday. Okay. Daryl, thank you. Patrick says 35-17, Florida. Scott says... Uh, loves Florida, Georgia week. Half the fun's taking a stroll through RV City and checking out the rigs and talking to the fans. Absolutely correct, Scott. It is. If you haven't ever done that, it's do it. It's it's worth it. it there's all kinds of great stuff in there. I don't care if you're a Florida fan or a Georgia fan. As for the game, I think the Gators have the edge at quarterback, running back, and receiver. It's all riding on the O line. They can give Merch time and open some holes for the running backs. Gators have a shot. If not. It'll be over pretty quickly. They won't beat Georgia kicking field goals, so finishing off drives is critical. Need to force some turnovers early, and most of all, uh, need to play with confidence the HBC talked to them about. My head doesn't have a good feeling about the outcome. My heart will never let me pick the dogs over the Gators. So Gators 27, Pups 23. His favorite Florida-Georgia moment, 84. Belt and a teal, 97-yard touchdown. And the great goal line stand. All right, Scott, thank you. 1213, time check brought to you by Hayes Jewelry. Again, prognostication Friday. Calls up, give us your picks. We will 
Listen to you, ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF. Gainesville Sports Center, here's what's trending now on ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF. Good morning, I'm Emma Pastis. Coming off a bye week, the Florida Gators travel to Jacksonville on Saturday as they look to face the number one ranked Georgia Bulldogs. Don't miss coverage right here tomorrow starting at 1130 AM. Also, after sweeping Ole Miss in three sets earlier this week, the number 19 ranked Gators volleyball team is back at home this weekend. They will play Arkansas on Sunday afternoon at 1 p.m. The Gators women's cross country team was crowned SEC champions this morning. Gator star Parker Valby won her second straight individual championship. In Major League Baseball, the World Series kicks off tonight with Game 1. The Texas Rangers will face the Arizona Diamondbacks with coverage starting right here at 7 p.m. That's your Gainesville Sports Center. I'm Emma Pastis. ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM, WRUF. The Road Heaver Boys Ranch is a terrific local charity. It's in Palatka. If you want to find out more about it, you can Google Boys Ranch Palatka or go to rbr.org. But I want to tell you because it really helps at-risk boys from difficult backgrounds get their lives together, and they work for it. But they need your help. And the help comes from your donations of either unused or unwanted vehicles of just about any kind. They'll take it off your hands. A boat, an RV, a car, motorcycle, whatever it might be, donate it to the Road Heaver Boys Ranch. These boys will fix them and then resell them. This is how they learn real-life skills. And it helps turn their troubled lives into futures that are more promising. Again, to find out more information, Google Boys Ranch Palatka or go to RBR to learn more. Get ready for game day, Gator Nation. Join your fellow UF Alumni Association members and friends to cheer on the orange and blue before each Gator home game at the Gator Nation tailgates. Sponsored by Benefit Hub. Located at Emerson Alumni Hall, directly across the street from the swamp, you'll have a prime view of Gator Walk, live music, games, and all kinds of family-friendly fun. Featuring barbecue and drinks for purchase from Mojo's Hogtown and exclusive Gator gear from the UF Bookstore. Learn more and become a member today at ufalumni.ufl.edu. Go Gators! International Diamond Center's incredible semi-annual store-wide sale is coming November 3rd, 4th, and 5th. It's a three-day, $60 million event. You can take up to 20% off virtually anything or get three years zero-interest financing. Get that $2,000 Eternity Band and pay just $56 a month. You can't miss this. Up to 20% off or three years zero-interest financing. All rings, all earrings, all bands, all bracelets, all fashion jewelry, even GIA-certified diamonds. November 3rd, 4th, and 5th at International Diamond Center at Celebration Point. After a storm, unlicensed contractors prey on homeowners. Always hire a contractor with a state-issued license. Verify if your contractor is state licensed at MyFloridaLicense.com. Hi, this is Dr. Art Mowry of Exceptional Dentistry. Listen to what our clients have to say about their experience at Exceptional Dentistry. They gave me a new mouth. <laughs> I'm stunned at how much more confidence that I have now because I have a real mouth that... Um, that I don't have to cover. My dentist for the past 30 years, I feel like he got to a place where I wasn't sure what to do with me here. The biggest deal was they gave me an overall plan. This is where we're headed, this is what we're gonna do, and then work through that plan. It is a place where you can come, enjoy your time here, have pretty dramatic work done, pain-free, 
and then be very pleased with the results. And you leave with friends. This is Dr. Kim Mowry, and if you think you have dental problems that are too big to overcome, we're here for you. Please visit us at ExceptionalDentistry.com. That's ExceptionalDentistry.com. This message is sponsored by the Florida A&M University Medical Marijuana Education and Research Initiative, the Florida Association of Broadcasters, and this radio station. Mary on Demand is live. Start your marijuana education journey today and learn more with Mary on Demand. Take the self-guided education series at your own pace. You'll decide what you'd like to learn and when. Visit mary.famu.edu to learn more. That's M-M-E-R-I dot F-A-M-U dot E-D-U. Mary, educate, learn, talk. Attention, Florida healthcare workers. Hey, it's Steve Russell with money saving news for you. My Healthcare Federal Credit Union is now FICARE Federal Credit Union. Same location and great service with benefits that fit your lifestyle. Try our fixed rate Visa card, an unsecured loan, or home equity loan. Use our concierge auto buying service, and FICARE will lower your rate by 0.25%. And buy a green vehicle and save up to 0.5%. Why wait? Switch today. FICARE Federal Credit Union online at FICAREFCU.org. Hey, it's Steve Russell. You need to get over to Dick Mondell's Burgers and Fries just blocks from the stadium. If you haven't eaten one of their Florida-raised beef burgers, you're missing out. Try their juicy chicken burger with fresh hot fries and a hand-spun milkshake as well. Southwest 4th Avenue and 5th Street, Dick Mondell's Burgers and Fries. Pass, set, kill. We are your hall for Gator women's volleyball. You're listening to ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF, the home of the Florida Gators. It's the Dean of Sports Talk in Gainesville, Steve Russell, on ESPN 98.1 FM at 8.50 AM, WRUF. Gotta admit, a little disappointing. I thought, I purposely did not schedule any interviews today, thinking that all of you would be Excited to jump in here and pick some games. Uh, Peyton says, "Why not just do what Euro Soccer does? Since everyone complaining about the, is complaining about the playoffs, team with the best record wins the title. American sports are two seasons in one. He's got Georgia, fifty-two to twenty. Uh, Paul says, kind of like the change to the MLB playoffs, better chance for dark horse teams to make an impact. Case in point this year, he's got A and M, Utah, Auburn, Duke." Tennessee, Wisconsin beating Ohio State, Oklahoma, Florida wins a tight defensive game 17-14. Merce continues to be a good game manager and does what he needs to do to win. Armstrong reaches into his bag of tricks to control the dog's run game and tight ends. People forget Armstrong was once on the Georgia staff um, not too long ago, Young, a younger version of him. My bud Joe says the current format in baseball is fine. Makes the last week of the season more interesting to see who's in and what the seeds will be at the end. More teams have a chance to get in than who's ever hot will win. And that's true. That's exactly true. It's about getting hot at the right time. And sometimes, um, you know, it, 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 the, the favorite doesn't always do that. Um, Andrew says, if you had to pick a stat that determines the, what the game is going to be, what it, what is it? Uh, if you're asking me for a number, um, Florida has to 
pass for 250-plus yards. I think that's going to be key here. Okay, I'm not sure how well they'll run the ball, but I think that is going to be a big deal in this game. Dave joins us now. Hi, Dave. Hey, Steve. Happy Friday. Yep, same to you. Uh, let's do some picks, and then i got a, a question comment. Okay. Uh, Oregon, Utah. Utah. Mississippi State, Auburn. Mississippi State. Duke, uh, Duke Louisville. Um, Louisville. Ten, ten, Steve, you do the when you do these. You always you, you always give the home team second. Home right? team is last. Yep. That's right. That's, that's yep. Tennessee, Kentucky. Um, Tennessee. Ohio State, Wisconsin. Ohio State. Oklahoma, Kansas. OU. South Carolina, A and M. At A and M. A and M. Gator scoring why? I say 35-17 Florida. Um, I think we're gonna um, we're gonna unleash some stuff. Um, I think when I look at position by position, um, our players not star quality from high school, but as far as productivity and statistics and stuff, on a lot of positions we have caught up with them and. Actually, I think our receiver core is better than theirs. I think our quarterback is better than theirs. I think our running back is better than theirs. The two areas that are uh, that they're better than us at is, uh, or two critical areas, are the line on both sides. They're better than us. But if we can find a way to protect Graham with our running backs and open some holes, we're going to win this game pretty handily. It's amazing to me what has transpired since the start of this season. Steve, I was I was the guy who called you after the Kentucky game and said we're going to go into the um, Georgia game without losing another game. So I, but I understand exactly what you're saying, but I I think I'm consistent there. I get what no, you're I, saying completely. I, I, I'm not. That's not directed at you. I'm just saying in yeah, a general yeah. sense, where yeah. you know, not going to win four or five games. You know, Billy yeah, Napier's sure. demeanor on the sideline, you know, higher on offensive. That's fine. I don't hear that now. And yeah. why? Yeah, because yeah. there's been improvement. Yeah. That, 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 that yeah, makes there sense. Is. There really is. It's been constant improvement. You're exactly right. I think that the fan base is reflective of that. But listen, Georgia, they haven't won 24 games in a row and aren't the reigning national champions, two time national champions for nothing. So if I. If if Monday morning the score is exactly the the opposite or worst, I'm not going to be calling you and saying um, you know fire everybody. I'm not I'm not of that inkling. I I just think that our improvement is very very sound right now, and I think that we really have a legitimate legitimate chance to win this game. However, I know who we're playing, and. Um, He's got to fall. We got to break this thing, and I think tomorrow is going to be the day. Okay, thank you, Dave. Appreciate the call. By the way, four for Florida, two for Georgia at this time. Roger says uh, he doesn't want to mess with the other games. Uh, he said Georgia's what Florida wants to be: deep, talented, able to turn it on. Bowers will be replaced nicely by his backup in other positions. Must champ and smart have had two weeks to plan for our average offense. Georgia's had two weeks for all their attention on Florida. Um, pick as much as it pains me, Florida 27, 
Georgia 42. We just don't have what it takes. Hope I'm wrong. Hope we are at least in the game, and it is in 42-13 with a couple of cheapies at the end. I don't get that sense at all. Uh, I, I think Florida will be in this game. And, I, again, if you've listened all week long, I, I've given you the plethora of people to talk about this game, from Shane Matthews to Buck Ballou at Georgia to Gary Danielson from CBS to DJ Shockley, the Georgia quarterback who's, you know worked for the Georgia Network, uh, just about every gamut you could have. Steve Spurrier when he was here Tuesday. And I just think this is going to be a great measuring stick game. Georgia is not. Let's say Florida beats, I mean, Georgia beats Florida by 20. I am still convinced that Georgia is not as talented and is not as, does not have as many big time players as they've had the last two years. In other words, NFL people. Doesn't mean they're not good. Their system is really good. And I'll tell you, the guy that gets no love at all is Carson Beck. I mean, he's missed some throws early, but if you look at his numbers, they're pretty darn good. Um, Allen says, I believe Georgia will crush my Gators for three reasons. Billy's still calling plays. We don't throw downfield enough. We don't have a special teams coach. However, if we should win, do the Gators have a shot at getting in the playoffs with a beatdown of Alabama? Uh, I would say today, no. Because I think there will be a lot of other teams with just one loss. But a lot would have to happen. And he says, okay, just joking. He said, all of that, Florida wins a close one. <laughs> After all that, he picks Florida 31-28. 12-28, time check brought to you by Hayes Jewelry, ESPN, 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF. If it's happening with the Gator Nation, hear it here first. ESPN, 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF. Mike Lester believes a good financial advisor helps you map out a plan for each step of your retirement without taking a commission. Mike also happens to be the founder of Talon Wealth and is on a mission to help those near and in retirement protect and grow their nest egg. And he's ready to prove it with a Talon Satisfaction Guarantee. It's pretty simple. For any new client that hires Talon to actively manage their portfolio, if you aren't satisfied after one year, for any reason, Talon will refund 100% of your advisor fees. Yep, that's right. For any new client that hires talent to actively manage their portfolio, if you aren't satisfied after one year, for any reason at all, Talon will refund 100% of your advisor fees. Call 352-751-3200 to learn more about Talon's satisfaction guarantee. That's 352-751-3200 or visit guardingyournesteg.com. Advisory services through Talon Private Wealth and SEC Registered Investment Advisor. Florida License D056341. 
International Diamond Center's incredible semi-annual store-wide sale is coming November 3rd, 4th, and 5th. It's a three-day, $60 million event. You can take up to 20% off virtually anything or get three years zero interest financing. Get that $2,000 Eternity Band and pay just $56 a month. You can't miss this. Up to 20% off or three years zero interest financing. All rings, all earrings, all bands, all bracelets, all fashion jewelry, even GIA certified diamonds. November 3rd, 4th, and 5th at International Diamond Center at Celebration Point. Hey, Bill, is that a new car? Nah, it's my same ride. I just got the dings taken out and repainted. I got it done at Mako in Gainesville. Wow, looks sharp. I thought it was a new car. Honestly, I was shocked at how good it looks. I'd recommend Mako of Gainesville to anyone. Give your car a brand new look. Take it to Mako in Gainesville. Excellent service and a fast turnaround on quality warrantied work with 0% financing available. Visit MAACOGainesville.com or call 352-371-4251. Mako of Gainesville on Main Street. Attention Florida drivers, October is National Pedestrian Safety Month, and we want to remind you that staying safe is a shared responsibility between you and pedestrians. Last year in Florida, there were over 10,000 pedestrian-related crashes. As a driver, be extra cautious and look out for pedestrians at all times. Slow down and yield to pedestrians in crosswalks. Failure to yield can result in a fine and three points on your license. Remember, safety starts with you. This message is brought to you by the Florida Department of Highway Safety and Motor Vehicles. Vehicles. After a storm, unlicensed contractors prey on homeowners. Always hire a contractor with a state-issued license. Verify if your contractor is state licensed at MyFloridaLicense.com. From the UF Weather Center, here is your WRUF weather update. As we go into your Friday afternoon, we'll get a mix of clouds and sunshine along with highs in the 80s. Tonight, lows getting down to around 60 with some patchy fog possible. And we'll keep this warm and dry weather pattern going this weekend with variably sunny skies and highs in the 80s. Now on Monday, same temperatures but with a small chance for rain. From the UF Weather Center, I'm meteorologist Jeff George. This is the Swamp. Snap back, looking left, throws, intercepted the Stop. It's the Florida-Georgia game on Saturday, October 28th. 15th, 10, to the house, touchdown, Gators! Kickoff is set for 3.30 Eastern, 2.30 Central, with pregame coverage beginning at 12.30 Eastern, 11.30 a.m. Central, right here on your home for Florida Gators football. We are ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 a.m. WRUF. Time for your UF Bookstore break, right here on Sports Scene with me, Steve Russell. Give me a break. Give me a break. Log on to WRUF.com and sign up to win a $25 gift card to the UF Bookstore in the Wright Union. Just our way of gearing you up and saying thank you, right here on ESPN, 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF. Coming in November, Gator Women's Basketball, right here on ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF, and anywhere in the world with the WRUF radio app. This is the voice of the Gators, Sean Kelly, and you are listening to Sports Scene with Steve Russell, right here on ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF, the home of the Florida Gators. Ian Shaner. Have the call tomorrow. Don't forget our pregame starts at 11.30 tomorrow. And uh, we'll do the Extra Point postgame show about an hour after the game, as usual, as well. Mike's got Florida 34, Georgia 28 for his prediction. I'm telling you, it's just 
It's just amazing to me. Uh, Matt, welcome to the show. Steve, I'll take all the home teams. Um, Florida, Georgia. Steve, like the last caller said, we got a better quarterback. We have better receivers. We have a better tight end now. We have better running backs. Steve, babies are going to be crying. Dennis Hopper is going to be jumping up and down on the bed. The biggest win in our history, 27-24. See ya. Matt, thank you. Tony, hello. Hey, Steve. What's up, man? Hey. Um, Steve, with regards to the game, let's talk about the game a little bit. You know, the way I see it, Brock Bowers, Steve, the more that I looked at it, he's basically the, their best left tackle and their best slot receiver at the same time. So even though they, they have a week to adjust to that or two weeks, this is still going to be their first game without him. I got to think that that's going to affect their offensive production somewhat, Steve. Um, and I'm not convinced that those two offensive tackles are going to play, Truce and Amarius Mims. And even if they do play, I think they'll be very limited. They both had ankle surgeries. Well, Mims had that tightrope surgery. And these are 300-pounders, Steve. So if they do play, they'll be very limited. Um, but then you look over at the defense, Steve, and when the best thing that could be said about the defense as, as to the reason why they're not as good as last year is because the front seven, instead of being just NFL players, they're not first-rounders. Um, and that's the main reason given why they're not as good as years in the past. I think that's where the difference in this game is going to be. I think as the game goes on, that Georgia front seven just has a couple more years in that weight room, Steve, and um, they'll be able to go ahead and um, start doing some damage on our offensive line, limit the run, and make life real, real miserable for a Mertz. So I would love to pick the Gators, but I got to – I think the stuff that I said in, in the beginning of this call is what I think will make it close, a four-quarter game. But I still got Georgia 27-21 at the end of the day, Steve. All right, buddy. Okay. Thank you, Tony. Appreciate it. Nobody's mentioned this, and Tony kind of just did. I think is an advantage that Georgia has, if you want to call it that. If Brock Bowers had been hurt and they didn't have a bye week, I think that would, have, that would have hurt them more. But because they had the bye week, they could ease into this and try to figure out some things to do to offset that. Now, it doesn't mean when the game starts that that occurs. I do think, though, I mean, as a coach, would I much rather have two weeks to figure it out or one? I'd rather have two. Gator man, what's up? What's going on, Steve? I get it right on to the good stuff. I've got the top ten reasons. I like the Gators. Number ten, I think most analysts think the Gators will be a the Gators will be a cakewalk for Georgia, and I think that's a little bit of motivation. Number nine, I think Dollar Bill wants it bad. Number eight, I think Armstrong will frustrate Obeck. Number seven, I think the special team come up with a score somehow. Number six, I think Boardingham will be the best tight end on the field Saturday. Number five, I think the Gators finally get some turnovers. Number four, the defensive tackles finally show up in a big way. Number three, I think Mertz will stay consistent. And number two, I think Georgia's slow start will finally catch it up with them. And number one, a total team effort, and I think ETN goes off. I'll give you a few picks. I got Tennessee 30, Kentucky 23, UCLA 39, Colorado 28, Texas A&M 28, USC 24. Give me the Gators 
19 to give me Georgia, 18. I think Smack kicked a winning field goal with about three seconds left. Steve, you have a good good day. All right, Gator man, thank you. Kind of a low-scoring game. Uh, Steven says, taking my orange and blue glasses off, I know number one teams don't usually lose to unranked teams. I think Georgia's defense will be the difference. I'm picking the Bulldogs, 27-14. Hope I'm wrong. Jake is next. Hi, Jake. Hey. Uh we are doing prognostication or just a Gator game? No, we, I got some games. Okay, I'd like to try them, then I'll get my Gator score and why. Okay. Uh, South Carolina, A&M. A&M. Oregon, Utah. Wow. I keep betting against Utah, so i got to be stupid. To, I don't know. I'm going to go with – where is it, in Oregon or Utah? No, every time I give the game, the last team is the home, is the home team, so it's at Utah. I'm going to take Utah. Mississippi State, Auburn. Mississippi State. Duke, Louisville. Duke. Tennessee, Kentucky. Tennessee. Ohio State, Wisconsin. Ohio State. Oklahoma, Kansas. Oklahoma. Gator scoring what? Georgia 31, Florida 20. Um... I think that the the Georgia defense is is pretty good. I think that our offensive line has done a lot better, but I just don't think they're going to be able to manhandle the Georgia defense. I think it's going to be a really good game. I think through three quarters, we'll see what happens. But I'm I'm going to pull Georgia away at thirty-one to twenty. Sorry. Oh, that's all right, Jake. Thank you for your call. I'll tell you what. If you saw the article on ESPN.com about Florida and Billy Napier, I mean, it speaks, and I can say this now because I was told this numerous times last year, that Napier thought that was one of the most dysfunctional teams he'd ever seen. Think of that. First-year guy walks in the door, one of the most dysfunctional teams I've ever seen. And he said the buy-in was horrible. I think coming back to, I'm not saying Florida's going to win the game because of this, but the way that Florida came back to beat South Carolina, did it on the road. They had a great week of practice that week. And I'm told really good energy and really good practices this week. They're buying in, and that is important. So, again, does it guarantee anything? No. But I do think it helps. BB says, think the favorites for most games. Gator game going to be an old-style Western. Could be good if our guys play well and get breaks. Bad if they don't. Downright ugly if they're mistake-prone. Uh, in the NFL, red zone issues may continue for the Saints, uh, but he says a definite maybe for them. Uh, Williams says Florida covers but loses 31-20. Uh, what I can't get over, I think we really struggle stopping the run of the interior, and that's a real problem against Georgia. In order to win the game, Billy better have his dudes touching the ball a lot. Sounds like a big number, but I believe between Wilson and Ricky combined, they need 30 touches. Oof. I don't know if they get that many, but I get the point. I, I hear what you're saying, and I think 
they've done a pretty good job. I think if you go back and look at past games, I don't mean in terms of necessarily catches. I'm talking about touches. In other words, getting the ball to playmakers. Florida's done a pretty good job of that. Um, Todd says, Georgia's not as dominant as years past. Florida's getting better. Good barometer test to see for next year. Not that I think fans want him now, but didn't Beck verbally announce he was coming to Florida at one point? Maybe we can properly introduce ourselves on Saturday. Hope Armstrong's aware of Georgia's tight ends, Delp or Lucky. Time for Georgia to adjust to Bauer's absence. It will not matter if Florida can get constant pressure on Beck and force quicker errant throws. He's picking A&M, Oregon, Mississippi State, Duke, Tennessee, Ohio State, Oklahoma. And he says, pray I'm wrong. Georgia 27-17. Key to me is getting to Beck and stopping the run with our front four. If we can do this, think we can win. Okay? So uh, now it's interesting. Uh, the picks have kind of gone, I think it's even. It is dead even right now, 50-50 from those who have picked. So we will continue to do this Uh 392-8255. You can email uh, srussell at wruf.com. Gator baseball in their exhibition game over there uh, against Georgia. That's always fun. Get, get, they get a chance to hit against and play against somebody else. That's a pretty good thing, too. Uh, okay, 1243. Time check brought to you by Hayes Jewelry. Call us up. Prognostication Friday, ESPN, 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF. Good afternoon, I'm Nick Van Zandt. This is your Gainesville Sports Center. The World Series starts tonight. The Texas Rangers host the Arizona Diamondbacks in the first game of the best of seven series. Tonight's pitchers are Zach Gallen for the D-backs and Nathan Uvaldi for the Rangers. Coverage for tonight's game starts right here at 7. The Florida Gators football team travels to Jacksonville to face in the, off in the annual Florida-Georgia game tomorrow against the number one ranked Bulldogs. Georgia has won 24 consecutive regular season games. The Gators will need to rely on quarterback Graham Mertz to get, get it done in Jacksonville. Coverage, coverage for tomorrow's game starts right here at 11.30. Earlier this morning, the Florida Gators women's cross-country team won the SEC championship. Gators star Parker Balvey now won back-to-back individual SEC championships. That's your Gainesville Sports Center. I'm Nick Van Zandt. I'm Liv been telling you for a while now, but the good people at Southeast Car Agency 310, Northeast 39th Avenue. The Cousins families own that business, operated it for over 40 years, and since opening their doors, they have had just one thing, giving you the best alternative you have to purchasing a new vehicle, the best in late model, low mileage vehicles. If you go see them in person at Northeast 39th Avenue in Gainesville, Talk to their sales staff. They don't ever try to hard sell you. Instead, they work with you to get the car or the vehicle that you want at the price you want to pay. And when you go there or you go online at secars.com, check out the variety of vehicles. Check out the wide selection of vehicles. Really, really a lot to choose from. And you know what to do when you go see them in person. When you do it, tell them Sports Scene sent you to the good people at Southeast Car Agency. 
years ago. Meet Julie, a woman who makes the most of every moment in life. But over the last years, those moments were filled with agonizing pain until she discovered QC Kinetics. Finally, the pain got so bad that people around me are like, oh, when are you getting your knee replaced? I was walking, hobbling. I listened to my last QC Kinetics commercial and I said, I'm done. I got to find out about this. What Julie found out was QC Kinetics treats osteoarthritis with regenerative therapies, taking your body's own healing properties and concentrating them in the areas where you feel pain, helping heal and restore those damaged areas. No harmful steroids, surgery, or downtime. It changed how I'm living. I'm able to do the things that I wasn't able to do for a long time. Get back your life before the pain. Call QC Kinetics now for your free consultation. Call QC Kinetics, 352-400-4550. That's 352-400-4550. Now with offices in Gainesville, Ocala, and the Villages. 352-400-4550. Come to Spurrier's Gridiron Grill for the release of our newest private barrel Thursday, November 16th. Lugo's Risky Rum, double-aged in oak barrels for a distinctive and woody taste, is the perfect rum for bourbon fans. Join 125 of your friends upstairs at Visor's Rooftop for this exclusive release, featuring a special spread of our farm-to-table food, rum cocktails, gifts, raffles, and a meet-and-greet with Coach Spurrier. Each ticket includes a barrel of Spurrier's single-barrel select Risky Rum. Plus, every 11 tickets sold will have their bottle signed by Coach Spurrier. It's going to be a great night. Get your tickets at Spurrier's.com. Buy a seat for the Breeders' Cup World Championships, and chances are you won't use all of it, just the edge, because that's where the experience will have you. On the edge of your seat to witness the brightest stars from around the world, on the edge of your seat for the long shots, the upsets, and an experience that's truly a breed apart. November 3rd and 4th at Santa Anita Park, they'll come from around the globe to keep you on the edge of your seat. You can get your tickets today at BreedersCup.com. Worn-out tires are a danger to you, your passengers, and other drivers. TireRack.com reminds you to inspect your tires regularly. Grab a quarter, stick it in the tread, and if you can see the top of Washington's head, it's time to replace. Go to my page, TireRack.com slash Dan. Use the Tire Decision Guide to find the right tires for how and what and where you drive. Choose from the full lineup of Goodyear tires and tread confidently. TireRack.com. TireRack.com is the way tire buying should be. Gator Talk with head football coach Billy Napier and the voice of the Gators, Sean Kelly. Thursday nights at 7, right here on ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF. Sports Scene with Steve Russell continues here on ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF. And on your phone with the WRUF radio app. Okay, Prognostication Friday. Any other sports you want to talk about, I am open to it. This is your forum today. I did it specifically that way. 3928255, email srussell at wruf.com. Andrew's up. Andrew, hello. Yes, good afternoon, Steve. I uh, have a little Braves uh, inquiry uh, right now. Um what did you? How did you feel, or how did? What did you think of the performance of Ronald Acuna in the playoffs, um, Steve? Um, Andrew, I'm not saying this to insult you at all, mm-hmm. so please don't take it wrong. No, but what would you think? Look at his numbers; they mm-hmm. scream. He had a very poor postseason. He's going to probably be the MVP of the league. He had a terrible postseason. 
Yeah, I just that that's the biggest surprise. I've watched that team all year. Just him not doing well just truly surprised me. Well, but think but, of this. Think of this. Mm-hmm. When you hit 300, you make an out 7 out of 10 times. Right. Right? 7 out of 10 times. So baseball is a game of failure. That was drummed into my head from when I was a kid. And secondly, mm-hmm. when you play 162 games, most of the time, even if you hit 300, there's going to be times when you go, you know, 15 for 30 and you're really red hot. And there'll be times when you go three for 20 and you're cold. Mm-hmm. But it really doesn't matter because there, you have games that you can still play. Well, in the playoffs, you don't or not as much. Yeah. So it's magnified when you have a hot streak and it's magnified when you have a cold streak. Yeah, it's a tough, tough situation there with the Braves, but they lost. Uh, can I uh, go on with the pick, sure. please, Steve? O- Oklahoma, Kansas. Oklahoma. Ohio State, Wisconsin. Ohio State. Tennessee, Kentucky. I don't like Tennessee. Kentucky, go ahead, let them win. Duke, Louisville. Duke. Mississippi State, Auburn. Auburn. Oregon, Utah. Oregon leads that series for a reason. They lead it 24-12. i got to go with the Ducks. South Carolina, Texas A&M. God, South Carolina's got to win. Okay. Gator scoring why? All right. Uh, never going to pick Georgia. Never. Uh, I'm picking Gators 28-21. Why? Because we're just simply getting tired of getting hit in the mouth by those Bulldogs. Have a good day. All right, Andrew, thank you for your call. Hi, Ken. Welcome to the show. Thank you, Steve. Always enjoy prognostication Friday. Yep. Um, so uh, I'm ready to go with picks. All right. Let's go the opposite way this time. Carolina A&M. Carolina. Oregon, Utah. Oregon with Bo Nix. Mississippi State, Auburn. I'm gonna go out. On, I'm gonna go out on a limb and say Auburn. All right, uh, Duke, Louisville. Another limb, Duke. Tennessee, Kentucky. Tennessee. Ohio State, Wisconsin. <laughs> Ohio State. Oklahoma, Kansas. Oklahoma in a shootout. Gator scoring what? This is the reason why I don't bet on football. Um. Gators start fast. Georgia starts slow. Good Lord. Um, I'm going to have to say Georgia 31, Florida 28. Okay. Fair enough. Thank you, Ken. Um, Mark says Georgia 45, Florida 10. He didn't pick all the games, but he has Kentucky, A&M, Duke, and uh, Oregon. Uh, Jonesy says what positively absolutely can't happen at the beginning of the game That'll be devastating. Uh, Graham Mertz can't get hurt. Simple as that. That that's that's easy, easy. Uh, to me, to get a quarterback going down. Yep. Okay. We're we're on the same page. For one thing, you said the passing game must be successful. The reason I said the quarterback going down will be most devastating is because the dogs have the opportunity to put eight players in the box and dare the Gators to throw. Do you see anything else that can't happen from the get go? 
Um, that would probably be the worst thing. Um, you can even avoid a turnover. Like, let's say Merch throws a pick six at the beginning. You can overcome that. You shake it off and go. But I think the, his injury long-term would really, I think, change the dynamic of what they do offensively. Um, one of his favorite moments was when Georgia tried to bite one of the Gator players, was successful, but the Gators were successful biting back and beating the Dogs. Uh, wants the Gators to win, picking them 29-28 because of the strength of schedule. It'll improve for the Seminoles if the Gators beat the Dogs and we turn around and beat the Gators. He's a Seminole fan. So, okay, let's get uh, to D. Hi, D. Hey, Steve. How you doing, man? Good. Uh, before I get to the game, I know I ask you this around this time every year, but uh, when are we going to start getting a preview of the Hoops team? Uh, hopefully, I'm going to talk to Todd Golden here in the next few days. So Beautiful. That will help. I, I'm working <laughs> on that as we speak. Thank you, sir. Appreciate it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, before, uh, the game, um, I, I'm going 31-21, Georgia, Steve. Um, I, I think the talent gap has um, – you know, has decreased a little bit. The, the, the gap isn't as wide as it's been in previous years, but we're not there just yet. And, you know, I, I just think we need to win. Uh, you got to be at least plus two in the turnover battle. Uh, special teams has, has got to make a play. Um, I like to see us try like a fake punt or something like that to kind of, you know, steal a possession because with that, you know, two touchdown underdog, you're just not going to come out and line up and, and just beat Georgia straight up. You got to, Georgia's going to have to help us out with some turnovers, and we're going to have to, you know, kind of initiate some things. So I'm, I'm kind of curious on that end how that's going to go because, you know, at some point the special teams has got to create an advantage for us. And, you know, right now I just, I just haven't seen it. You know, D, I'm, one of the things I was talking to somebody about today, remember when Florida went to Tennessee and Napier went for it on fourth down like 29 times? Right. Very, <laughs> very unusual for him, right, to do that. Well, I wonder if he does something similar to that in this game, to your point, right? Does he go for it? Does he do a fake punt? Um, Does he go for it, you know, fourth and one at the 50? Uh, You know, something like that with a, hey, we have nothing to lose here, you know, kind of thing. You got to be careful with that, you know, when you do it, because you can certainly change momentum if you don't do it. But I'm with you. Will Florida do something that's a little bit out of script or out of character for them when it comes to the, the tenor of the game? Well, if the defense performs like it's done against South Carolina, you know, Kentucky on the road where they're just getting gassed, and I just I don't think he's going to have not have much of a choice. He's got to you know go for broke because if the defense is showing that they can't hold up, then uh, the offense is going to have to put up points. So you know that, that that's probably going to be another uh, reason why he kind of go for broke. <laughs> line of scrimmage, line of scrimmage game here. I, I just, I really, like I said, all games are line of scrimmage games, but I think in this one particularly, it's going to be important. Yep. Be good, Steve. Have a good weekend. Okay, man. D. Appreciate you. Thank you, uh, Matt. Welcome to the show. Hey, Steve. I, honestly, just echoing what you just said. I think this is going to be a line of scrimmage game, and I'm afraid Georgia's going to have the advantage on that end. I mean, just look how Kentucky blew us off the line. And and they had that running back, and Georgia's got Edwards, and I think they're just going to push us off the ball all day. I hope not. I hope I'm wrong, and I think Georgia's going to beat us 38 to 16. Uh, let me. I, I, I'm going to respond to that, Matt, because um, I understand what the reference point is 
when it comes to a team that blew Florida off the line, which Kentucky certainly did, no question. But I think then when fans look at that, they think, well, this will happen again. And it could. I'm not saying it can't. It certainly could. But I wonder if Florida's a little bit better now than they were that day. And hopefully, with Armstrong, they learn some things there from that. I do not see Georgia running the ball down Florida's throat here. I don't. Mm-hmm. Uh, again, I could <laughs> tomorrow night when I'm doing the postgame show, I might be <laughs> laughed at. I could be laughed out of the building. But I really don't see right. that. I don't, I don't know that Georgia is as dominant up front as they have been in the past. They've been kind of beat up at the running back position. So I'm hoping Florida at least neutralizes that and they go from there. I, and I hope you're right. I, I do too. I just think Georgia's got more years in the weight room than what our young line's got. And I think maybe next year we may be able to hold up. I just I, – I, I hope I'm wrong, but I really think it's it's going to come down to them blowing us off the ball. You know, it's funny but, you just said that. Like a, a, another person said about more time in the weight room, a, a young team. Interesting you said that. Appreciate your yeah. call. Thank you. All right. Thank you, Okay, Steve. Matt. Thank you. Dick, if I could, I want you to call back or just hold on to the top of the hour. I don't want to rush you here because we're near the top of the hour here. Mark says, not even sure Georgia looked at the Vandy tape prior to playing them. Therefore, Kirby may have very good – uh, well used the last three weeks to prep for Florida. Carson Beck attempts no more than 12 passes. Georgia controls both lines of scrimmage and runs, runs, runs. Georgia 31, Florida 13. Again, I don't see that happening, but I have been wrong before, certainly. That's our first hour. We'll continue this in hour number two. Prognostication Friday. Want to hear from you. Who will win this game? We'll pick some other ones as well. Anything else you want to bring up in sports, please do, because it's our last day of the week. ESPN, 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF. I'm Steve Russell. Come back and join us for hour two. WRUF Gainesville, U251CG Gainesville. From the Spurrier's Gridiron Grill Studios, we are ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF. Unnecessary penalties are so frustrating. It can ruin the entire outcome for our Gators. And according to Mike Lester of Talon Wealth, by the way, Talon Wealth is the official wealth management team of the Florida Gators. And he says if you're not careful, an annuity or unnecessary fees that don't provide value could not only take a chomp out of your portfolio, but in some situations, it could possibly change your lifestyle in retirement. So, don't let expensive products or unnecessary fees take a chomp out of your lifestyle. Call Talon Well for a no-charge comprehensive financial plan valued at $1,500 to make sure you're on track to retire comfortably. 352-751-3200. That's 352-751-3200. Or schedule at Guarding Your nestegg.com. Talon Private Wealth LLC. Investing in stock markets involves the risk of loss and there is no guarantee that all or any capital invested will be repaid. Past performance does not guarantee future results. Or a license D056341. Compensation was paid to Learfield for partnership with the Gators as of January 2023.
Hey, Bill, is that a new car? Nah, it's my same ride. I just got the dings taken out and repainted. I got it done at Mako in Gainesville. Wow, looks sharp. I thought it was a new car. Honestly, I was shocked at how good it looks. I'd recommend Mako of Gainesville to anyone. Give your car a brand new look. Take it to Mako in Gainesville. Excellent service and a fast turnaround on quality warrantied work with 0% financing available. Visit MAACOGainesville.com or call 352-371-4251. Mako of Gainesville on Main Street. This is the event you've been waiting for. International Diamond Center's biggest and final storewide sale of the year is next weekend, November 3rd, 4th, and 5th. Storewide savings. Take 20% off or get 36 months zero interest financing. And it's like double the selection with top designers flying in with their entire collections. All of it on sale. Baraggio, Simon G., A. Jaffe, and many more. Plus, over a 1,000 new diamonds have been purchased just for this event. Maybe it's time for an upgrade. Next weekend, November 3rd, 4th, and 5th at IDC Celebration Point. On approved credit. When severe weather hits Gainesville, WRUF's Hurricane Storm Center is there for you. For the latest information regarding severe tropical weather, listen live, online, or on the WRUF radio app. For a complete rundown of hurricane emergency services and pre-storm preparedness, check out the WRUF Storm Center at WRUF.com. A courtesy of Caribbean Electric, Conrad Tree Service, and Radiant Credit Union. Welcome to Sports Scene with Steve Russell. Let's talk some sports and have some lunch on ESPN 98.1 FM and 8.50 AM WRUF. Hour two of Sports Scene for this prognostication Friday is underway. Thomas is our producer today. I just got word, if you're a Gator volleyball fan, uh, they're going to be on ESPN again. Uh, Pretty cool. Uh, Florida plays Kentucky November 5th. Uh, and that's two ranked teams, and uh, that'll be on ESPN. Uh, it was supposed to air on ESPN2. They've now moved it to ESPN. Prognostication Friday, call us up. We've got some games for you to pick, including Florida. Uh, by the way, my unofficial tally here, uh, a plurality have picked Georgia to win this game, but it's close. It's close. 3928255. You can email srussell at wruf.com. Dick O'Bat lead off for us in the first uh, second hour. Hi, Dick. Hey, Steve. Hey, brother. Great show, man. Thanks very much. Mm-hmm. Hey, um, I don't want to speak with my Gator colored glasses on, but versus, and this is another state of Florida's going to win the game, but I think you have some argument, or Gator fans like myself, I'm more encouraged this year than I have been in previous years. And the reason why is because Jetson Bennett, made a believer out of me that he's a very tough guy to defend. And he's, he's, he gets things done when he has to get things done. And um, I'm taking a little bit of the opposite approach to Shane from, from yesterday or the day before. Carson Beck is a young redshirt freshman. And yeah, he may be forced to throw the ball around a little bit. But in his head, when he knows he doesn't have uh, his safety valve and Brock Bowers, I watched that uh, Auburn game a few weeks back. And basically, they threw the ball. They were down to Auburn or tied or something like that. It was real close. They basically, in the fourth quarter, threw every pass to Brock Bowers. Like, literally, like every ball went to Brock Bowers. And I just think, in the back of his head, he's going to know he doesn't have that. And then plus two, I know their defense is good, but the last few years going into this game, we knew up front that they were going to have probably two or three first-round defensive linemen, uh, 
linebacking core, back end really good. You're not hearing that as much this year, and I think we're going into it with a better quarterback situation. Uh, so let, let, me ask, let me ask this question. If yeah. you're going to give me all that, all yeah. right, let, let, me, let, me, let me counterpunch that, okay? Who does Florida have in the offensive line that's going to be a first-round draft choice? Exactly. We don't, we don't have anybody. Uh, okay. But, so so but, you're, you're right. telling me that Georgia doesn't have you know first-round guys. They're still darn good. Right. Yes, I, I agree with that. But and, I think I – think, go ahead. They give up 91 yards a game on the ground. Now, right. they've not played a great schedule. I'll say that. Right. But still, that's pretty good. Well, and if we – and that's the same case this year, which it could very well be. I think Mertz is going to be the X factor at the quarterback because, truthfully, you know, we put Anthony – uh, we put Anthony in a, in a bad situation last year, not having much playing time. I think Mertz is going to be able to handle the pressure and the, and the bigness of this game, you know, playing a couple times at Ohio State, a couple times at Michigan, Penn State. So I think if we don't run the ball, I feel much more comfortable with Mertz uh, throwing the ball than I have in recent years. Okay. All right, buddy. Great show, as always. Thank you. I All like right. calling you. Talking sports with you. Me too, Dick. Appreciate you doing that. Thank okay. you. Yep. Um, this is also, I'm a history guy. I was a history minor here. I've always loved history. And it's, it's sometimes you have to take a breath and you have to just look and get perspective because I will tell you, I, I spoke to two former SEC coaches this week and I asked them both about Mertz and without being prompted by the other they said to me isn't it amazing the transformation when he was first recruited there were people that just went not all but a lot went what him Look at his numbers at Wisconsin. He, you can't get anybody better than that. And now look at him. Gator fans are thinking he's like, you know, Danny Warfel or something. And 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 again, let's give credit where it's due. Where is that credit due? To him, he's got some good receivers around him. And how about Billy Napier? Does he not get credit for that? For the guy who needs an offensive coordinator and they don't throw the ball downfield and. How can you praise Graham Mertz and yet have all the other things, they don't go together? It's like oil and water. They don't mix. Could things be better? Yes. But I'm just saying, if Mertz has the completion percentage he has, part of that is because they don't zing it downfield a lot, which is a lower completion percentage throw. We'll see what happens tomorrow. Rob, hello. Yeah, it's going to be interesting. I think um, we'll see what what um, Billy's going to do about that the line of scrimmage. I mean, is he going to leave an extra back to pick off somebody and give give um, Mertz that extra second, or is he going to dump off the screen and let it get aggressive? Or the slants have been working for us. I mean, it's going to be a chess match, but that is where the battle's going to be won. You got to figure out how you're going to offset the line of scrimmage now. 
granted, you got this whole other game to play and everybody's got to do their part. It's going to be, I think it's going to be closer than what people think. I think um, Florida's going to come ready to play. Um, I hope that they can play fundamentally sound and when they, when if it's a big play to be made, they got to make the big play. Um, this is a game where you make big plays to win. I mean, you go back to Lindsey Scott and a lot of a lot of the way we ran the ball a couple of years, a few years ago, and just a great tradition. But when the play is there, you got to make the play. You can't drop the ball if you got to pick. You cannot. Um, you got to wrap up. Your boys are coming um, to help. You. I mean, you just got to play fundamentally sound football, Steve. Let me get them picks. Okay, by the way, one more thing I want to say before the yeah. picks. The other comparison I've heard, which I've not heard in the opposite way, is some fans are, are afraid of Georgia here because of what Kentucky did. Right? In other words, they ran the ball down Florida's throat. And they think that, you know, Georgia could do the same thing. Well, look what happened when Georgia played Kentucky. So uh, I'm just saying. Uh, okay. It's the SEC. You got to earn it. All right, here we go. South Carolina A&M. Give me A&M. Oregon, Utah. Give me the Utes. Duke, Louisville. Give me the Blue Devils. Mississippi State, Auburn. Uh, give me Auburn. I like the way they've been fighting this year. Tennessee, Kentucky. Uh, Tennessee. They've o- been fighting, too. Oklahoma, Kansas. Oklahoma. Ohio State, Wisconsin. Uh, State. Gators scoring why? I'm going to go ahead and say it, Steve, 38, 35, and a barn burner. Um, I think the receivers are going to break out. Um, yeah, we haven't been able to get the ball down the field because of our protection, but this tomorrow is the day where they put it all together, and I hope we shock the world, Steve. Thank you. Okay, thank you. What I don't also understand is the high scoring here. I'm not saying Florida can't score 35 points against Georgia. They can. I wouldn't put money on that, but it's certainly possible. Mark, welcome to the show. Steve, I think you um, might have answered part of my question, but I'll I'll throw it out there anyhow. Sure. So for someone that's not, you know, I mean, I played high school ball, for goodness sakes. I don't know anything about the big boys. But I do know common opponents – so I know that uh, just would would you break down really quickly uh, that best that you can recollect the Florida loss to Kentucky and the Georgia win to Kentucky and tell me why I need to be happy? Uh, because they don't necessarily – here's why, I'll, right off the bat. Forget any number, forget any statistic, okay? Who says that – Based on the outcome of those two games, the outcome of this game will be dictated by that. Nobody that I know right, of. Right, because I don't me. believe that. It is, it, it is a reference point, yes, no doubt. But if, here's, if you think Florida is better now than what it was when it faced Kentucky, then I think you, you would, I don't want to say throw that game out, but I think you think, okay, Florida didn't play well that day. They got gashed. Uh, it was and, and South Carolina scored points. You know, the Gator defense didn't shut South Carolina down. I think people forget that too. Like, you know, Florida went up there and won, and I think people forget 
because they won. Look at the score of the game. So, you know, there's been some issues with the defense giving up big plays. That is what Florida has to avoid, in my opinion. They can't allow, you know, 70-yard touchdown pass, 50-yard run. they got to make them earn it down the field. I agree with that. Unless you have a high-powered offense, though, no team can do that as well. Yeah, so, right. Thank you. Okay, thank you, sir. Uh, James, uh, Tennessee Mike, hello. Hey, Steve, wanted to ask you a quick question about the SEC West and about the latest uh, with Jacksonville and the uh, game moving forward. Steve, do you think Alabama is solidly in the uh, going to win the West? No. Well, I'm looking down at the remaining schedule, and I see probably LSU and Mississippi, Ole Miss going uh, six and two, and it looks to me like all Alabama has to do is take care of LSU at home, and uh, they're going to go undefeated through the conference. Well, that's like saying all they have to do is uh, you know run through fire and win. I mean, yeah. that, like that's an easy thing to do. Yeah. LSU's good good on offense, and I think that's a bad matchup for Alabama. Yeah, Al- the two. Yeah, yeah. Because Alabama has trouble offensively, and even though LSU's not good defensively, if, if Alabama can't stop LSU and hold them to 30 points, they're going to have trouble. Yeah, and uh, Ole Miss still has to go to Georgia also. Hey, Steve, what's the latest on Jacksonville? I haven't heard much scuttlebutt on that. That usually pops up. Nothing. Uh, the, the, the Jags are – when are the Jags redoing the stadium? I don't know exactly when that's happening, um, but, you know, I, if I had to guess – They'd go home and home like they did, you know, in in, in the nineties when they re, when they uh, refurbished that place. That's my guess. Yeah. yeah, and what percentage would you give the Jags of flying the coop to London? I haven't even thought about that. I, I would hope not, uh, because they're better now, certainly. Um, and and I think attendance there's been pretty good. Um, now, what does the owner want? Right. I mean, that, if, if I'm an owner. My bottom line is money. That's what I own a team for. You know, why do we all work? To make money, right? So if he thinks I can make more money in London than I can make in a city like Jacksonville, well, then I at least would broach that. But, you know, hopefully they don't. Uh, Is the Jacksonville Stadium renovations, is that set in stone? Or if we were to pick the paper up and to see that the the Jags did uh, fly the coop, could those stadium renovations be put on ice? You're asking a lot of what ifs there. Yeah, a lot of complex so questions. I, I don't well, I'll, I'll, I'll ask you a simple one. I'll ask you a simple one, Steve. How, what's the latest, how long is the contract on the game? How long out I does believe it, run? it expires next. Mike, you're asking me 75 questions here. Yeah, well, that's a simple okay. one. Just when does the contract I think, expire? I think, Have a good I weekend. Think, okay. I, I'm, I'm tell, you can look it up yourself. 116, time check brought to you by Hayes Shillery, ESPN, 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WYUF. Good afternoon, I'm Nick Van Zandt. In Gator Sports, the Florida Gators football team will travel to Jacksonville to place the number one ranked Georgia Bulldogs in the annual Florida Georgia game tomorrow. The Gators are looking for their first win against the Bulldogs since 2020, but have lost five of the last six against Georgia. Coverage for tomorrow's game starts right here at 11.30. More on Gator Sports, earlier in the morning, the Florida Gators women's cross-country team won the SEC championship. Gators star Parker Valby is, has now won back-to-back individual SEC championships. On Sunday, the 15th-ranked Florida, Florida Gators volleyball team will host the 10th-ranked Arkansas uh, Razorbacks. Gators are coming off winning their past two SEC games. In the MLB, the World Series starts tonight. 
the Texas Rangers will host the Arizona Diamondbacks. The the Rangers have lost three straight at home. Coverage for tomorrow's game starts right here at 7. That's your Gainesville Sports Center. I'm Nick Van Zandt. ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM, WRUF. College football season is here, and there's lots of great plays being made. Hey, it's Steve Russell. Let me tell you about one of my favorite plays when it comes to my automobile. I take it to Dave Mays Automotive. Why? Because I trust the team to treat me and my vehicle with respect, integrity, and honesty. If you're tired of being treated like a number at the chain stores, make a great play and head to Dave Mays Automotive, located at 2905 Northeast 19th Drive in the industrial complex behind the Sunnies on Waldo Road. Brakes, AC, oil changes, tires, engine and transmission work, and of course, their famous bug check. Modern to import, diesel trucks and fleet service, they do it all. Learn more at DaveMaysAutomotive.com. Dave Mays Automotive, we get the bugs, all of them bugs, out of your car. Paid for by the American Hospital Association. Each day and in every community, hospitals and health systems are committed to delivering high-quality medical care, but they're also supporting people and communities in a wide variety of other ways. A new report shows that hospitals provided nearly $130 billion in total benefits to their communities, providing around-the-clock care and essential services, while also addressing unmet health needs. Overall, total community benefits made up over 15% of the total expenses of hospitals and health systems. R.D. Williams of Henry Regional Medical Center. Hello, I'm R.D. Williams. I'm the Chief Executive Officer at Henry Regional Medical Center in Clewiston, Florida. Supporting the health and wellness of our community is our mission. It drives everything we do, from the care we provide in the hospital, to financial assistance, to expanding access to services in vulnerable populations, to contributing to the infrastructure and economy of the community. To view the full report and learn more, visit aha.org. Come to Spurrier's Gridiron Grill for the release of our newest private barrel Thursday, November 16th. Lugo's Risky Rum, double-aged in oak barrels for a distinctive and woody taste, is the perfect rum for bourbon fans. Join 125 of your friends upstairs at Visor's Rooftop for this exclusive release, featuring a special spread of our farm-to-table food, rum cocktails, gifts, raffles, and a meet-and-greet with Coach Spurrier. Each ticket includes a barrel of Spurrier's single-barrel select Risky Rum. Plus, every 11 tickets sold will have their bottle signed by Coach Spurrier. It's going to be a great night. Get your tickets at Spurrier's.com. Hey, Steve Russell here for the Road Heaver Boys Ranch in Palatka. This facility houses at-risk young boys from troubled homes and is sustained by donated cars, trucks, boats, RVs, or any vehicle. Donations tax-deductible and go a long way towards helping these boys learn real-life skills by repairing the vehicles and reselling them. A real win-win. The Road Heaver Boys Ranch has been helping boys for over 70 years. They need your help. So please consider donating your unused or unwanted vehicle. Google Boys Ranch Palatka or go to rbr.org and learn more. We know that we can depend on Gator Nation to step up when you're needed. The Roadheaver Boys Ranch has been helping at-risk young boys from troubled homes for over 70 years, and they need your help now more than ever. So please consider donating your car, truck, boat, RV, or any vehicle to help these boys. They learn real-life skills by repairing them and reselling them to sustain the facility. Donations are tax-deductible. Cash donations accepted also. Google Boys Ranch Palatka or go to rbr.org to learn more. Thanks again. WRUF Radio. 
your source for sports every second of every hour of every day. You are listening to ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF, the home of the Florida Gators. This is Gator head football coach Billy Napier, and you're listening to Sports Scene with Steve Russell right here on ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF, and anywhere in the world on the WRUF radio app. Prognostication Friday continues. Tommy says UF soccer players look 100% more athletic this year. See a lot of growth in the team. Was there a big turnover of players from last year? I don't know the answer to that, Tommy. I don't know their roster intimately. Uh, but he says, what do you think about the soccer future? Well, Coach Bohan was here, I think, a couple of weeks ago. And I asked her on air uh, if she thought this year's team was better than last year's team. She said, without a doubt, it was. Now, certainly... They got to get some firepower. They 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 did not give up a lot of goals, but they couldn't score. So I think that's what they're going to have to really you know work on uh, next year. And he says, what percentage of Georgia black shirts will be in the stadium tomorrow? Don't think they'll be concerned with the heat. Let's get is John first, Tommy, or Paul first? Okay, John's first. All right, John. Hello. Hey, Steve. How you doing? All right, John. Hey. Uh... Yeah, this game here, like I, I call and tell you often, is is it's a line of scrimmage game, and this one can't be any any bigger than a line of scrimmage. Uh, scrimmage. A uh, couple questions for you. Yes, sir. Which line? Which, which of our lines is it most important that they have their best game? Our offensive or defensive line, in your opinion? Oh, boy, that's a tough one. Um, I would probably say the offensive line, just because you you got to give it. it I think just about everybody feels if Florida's going to win this game, Graham Mertz has to have a big game, right? So if the offensive line doesn't do its job and allows Georgia to pressure him, uh, that's going to probably be a lot of trouble. So I would, based on that, I would say the offensive line. Yeah, I, I, that was kind of my thinking. One other thing there before I get the picks in. If you're, if you're a defensive staff, do you, do you go – you scheme up to where your plan is, no matter what, you're not running the ball on us. Back, you're going to have to show that you can beat us throwing. Would, would, is, would that be your thoughts on trying to you know, scheme a defense, or how would you go about defending Georgia? I think a lot of people sort of look at this in a black-and-white form, John. In other words, I'm going to take this away, and if you're going to beat us, you're going to have to do this, is what you're saying, I think. So if you're Georgia, what do they do well? They throw it pretty well, right? They, they, they've run it okay. They've had some injuries there, but Carson Beck's been really good. Now, what does the dynamic of not having their tight end do to what Florida's defensive plan is? I don't want them gouging Florida on the ground if it's me because then the, you control tempo, then you control the clock, and then you can, you know, it's second and short. It's third and short. Now, offensively, I can call what I want. So I just don't want them running the ball down Florida's throat. No, no I don't either. I think we need to, without a doubt, you know, you can't run on us. If it means putting everybody up there and then some, um, I, I, I just, it just gives them too many options. we got to make them, make them throw and see that they can beat us. And if they do, then tip your hat to them. Um, let me let me get my picks in sure. if you'll run the games by me real quick. Yep, and, and one last thing on that, too. I mean, what does everybody think about, right? If, if you stop them, if, if you give them, you know, second and eight, third and seven, well, that helps the defense, right? But if you're able to run it, 
and now it's second and three, you know, third and two. Uh, you can do a lot more as an offensive play caller, so that's why I make that point. Okay, here we go. Uh, Oregon, Utah. Let me go Utah. Carolina A&M. Uh, let me go with an upset there and let Carolina get them a victory. Oh, boy, if they do, uh, look out Jimbo. Uh, Duke, Louisville. Duke. Uh, Tennessee, Kentucky. Tennessee. Ohio State, Wisconsin. Ohio State. Oklahoma, Kansas. Oklahoma. Did I say Mississippi State? Oh, Mississippi State, Auburn. Auburn. And Gator scoring what? Well, I'm going with my orange and blue glasses on. Um, I'm going to <laughs> say uh, uh, something in the neighborhood. If we go into right late in the fourth quarter and it's a tie ball game and we kick a field goal to win 37-34. Okay. Appreciate your call, John. Thank you a lot. Uh, Paul, welcome to Sports Scene. Hello. Hey, how you, Steve? Okay, Paul. My question is kind of wrapped up similar to the previous call, so I'll try to get to it quickly to make sense out of it. Okay. In regards to what Georgia is going to do to win or Florida is going to do to win, what area of the game do you, I guess, what, Napier's 30 games into this, what area of the game do you think Napier has separated himself and you trust him? For example, if Florida's got a late lead, do you trust Napier? If Florida's down by a few points, but the offense is running it the way he wants to with 35, maybe 40 carries, maybe 45 carries, running heavy, what part do you really trust Napier that he's going to make a difference and, and beat a team like Georgia? I don't know that he would beat a team like Georgia with this, but when you asked the question, Paul, the first thing that came to my mind was he gets the ball to playmakers. And I, and I think that's the, the number one thing a coordinator has to do is get the ball to his playmakers. How many and, – and a lot of people complain because it isn't, you know, 30 yards down the field, and I get that to a degree, and I think we saw that change – the last couple of games, but don't you want the ball in in Wilson's hands? Don't you want the ball in Pearsall's hands, Boardingham's hands? I do, because they're they're good. Sure. So to me, he's been pretty good at that, and I trust him to find ways to get the ball in their hands. And I think that's what you have to do. Do you see him changing it up if if running the football just is not working? Do you see him maybe even down? 10 nothing, 13 6, something like that, where he just says, you know, we're, we're going to let Merce throw it around a little bit? Or do you think he'll be stick to the run, stick to the run, and, 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 and not get blown out kind of mentality? No, I, I think, I, I don't think you're going to see uh, anything heavy one way or the other as long as the score is, you know, within striking distance. I mean, obviously, if it's, you know, 30 to 6, you're not going to run the ball a lot, right? But if it's sure. competitive, then I think you'll see a balance. And once again, what we're not privy to, none of us, is what's the game? What do they see? How do they, what do they see in trying to attack Georgia? Their MO, you know, Billy Napier at Louisiana has been a run first guy. We've seen that. Is it anybody who, when he came here, that didn't think that, didn't watch their team play? But, the last couple of games, he's opened it up. Why? Because he's got Wilson back. And because Boardingham has emerged. 
So he sees those guys as playmakers, and he's gotten the ball to them and thrown it more, and I think that's good. I think it's a good sign. Fair enough. One question, I'm not sure, I mean, who would even know the answer to this, but do you know what the largest, uh, what's the spread, like about 14? What's the largest spread where the other team won? Oh, I have no idea. That's, that's probably Google, Googleable, but I, I don't know it's top of my head. Yeah. And I'm, I mean Florida, Georgia, but I'll go on with my picks. Okay. Uh, Tennessee, Kentucky. Tennessee. Ohio State, Wisconsin. Ohio State. Oklahoma, Kansas. Oklahoma. Carolina, A&M. A&M. Oregon, Utah. Utah. Mississippi State, Auburn. Auburn. Duke, Louisville. Louisville. Gator scoring wide. You know, I, I hate picking against the Gators. I'll just stick with I think they'll cover. They're not going to get beat by more than 15. Fair enough? Fair enough. Appreciate your call. Thank you, Paul. Uh, it's 129. Time check brought to you by Hayes Jewelry. Tony, Ken, David, you're next. ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WYUF. Live from Weimer Hall on the campus of the University of Florida, ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF. I think we can all look at somebody that we've done business with for a long time, and if you stick with them for a long time, that says something about the services they provide you and the people that work with you. Well, I can say the same thing about FICARE Credit Union because I've been with that company for 30 years doing my banking. My health care federal credit union is what it was. It's now FICARE Federal Credit Union, and they've got money-saving things for Florida health care workers and their families, and that is something that I have been able to take advantage of, and I still do. Different name, same people, same great service, and same location as well. I'll give you an example. Does your current checking account pay you? FICARE will pay 5% with no monthly fees, and that helps you save money. So switch today. FICARE Federal Credit Union online at FICAREFCU.org. That's FICAREFCU.org. Here's the kickoff, and this game is underway. Can't make it to the game? This season, make sure you get the best at-home experience with video and audio from Electronics World. EW features big-screen HD TVs and projectors from Sony and Super Sound from Yamaha, Sony, and Marantz with speakers from Bowers and Wilkins, Kef and Martin Logan. See and hear for yourself. Visit Electronics World in Gainesville or online at electronicsworld.net. Get ready for game day, Gator Nation. Join your fellow UF Alumni Association members and friends to cheer on the orange and blue before each Gator home game at the Gator Nation tailgates. Sponsored by Benefit Hub. Located at Emerson Alumni Hall, directly across the street from the swamp, you'll have a prime view of Gator Walk, live music, games, and all kinds of family-friendly fun. Featuring barbecue and drinks for purchase from Mojo's Hogtown and exclusive Gator gear from the UF Bookstore. Learn more and become a member today at ufalumni.ufl.edu. Go Gators! Hi, this is Dr. Art Mowry of Exceptional Dentistry. Listen to what our clients have to say about their experience at Exceptional Dentistry. There's this uh, one physician that I admire a lot and trust with my life, and they referred me to Dr. Art. But I had to invest in myself, my confidence with my smile now, and, you know, it's just made the world of difference to me. So It's just so well worth the investment I made here. Dr. Art has an amazing um, technique 
um, bedside manners are just amazing. Makes you feel relaxed, like you know you're part of the family. And that's I want an exceptional work. Um, that's why I came to exceptional <laughs> in exceptional dentistry. It's all about the trust and the confidence that the patient can have with the with the team here. Love Dr. Art. This is Dr. Kim Mowry, and if you think you have dental problems that are too big to overcome, we're here for you. Please visit us at ExceptionalDentistry.com. That's ExceptionalDentistry.com. The future of joint pain relief is here. It's QC Kinetics, Advanced Regenerative Medicine. Amazing stuff. Hey, it's Steve Russell. If you've been told more steroids or surgery are your only options, don't be so fast. Get a second opinion and learn more about how you can harness your body's own healing agents to attack that joint pain. And I'm talking lasting relief. QC Kinetics doesn't mask the pain. These treatments go to the very root of the problem using concentrated healing properties placed directly in your joint to restore and repair that damaged tissue. Imagine living your life this fall with no more pain in your knees, hips, shoulder, or back with no drugs, downtime, or surgery. Listen, life's about motion, and QC Kinetics is giving people their lives back with these all-natural treatments. Call QC Kinetics for a free consultation, the nation's leader in regenerative medicine. Call QC Kinetics now with clinics in Gainesville, Ocala, and the Villages, 352-400-4550, 352-400-4550, QC Kinetics. From the UF Weather Center, here is your WRUF weather update. As we go into your Friday afternoon, we'll get a mix of clouds and sunshine along with highs in the 80s. Tonight, lows getting down to around 60 with some patchy fog possible. And we'll keep this warm and dry weather pattern going this weekend with variably sunny skies and highs in the 80s. Now on Monday, same temperatures but with a small chance for rain. From the UF Weather Center, I'm meteorologist Jeff George. Series in Arlington, Texas, where the Rangers go head to head against the Arizona Diamondbacks. Drilled right field, that one back, and it's gone! Alec Thomas has tied it up! A two run homer! The Diamondbacks, the Rangers. Coverage begins tonight at 7, right here on ESPN 981 FM, 850 AM, WRUF. We are your home for Tampa Bay Buccaneers football. Here on ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM, WRUF, and online at WRUF.com. Getting down the home stretch today. You know, I I, got to say this. Well, let's take Ken's call first. Ken, hello. Thank you. Uh, I appreciate you letting me back in. Um, I wanted to answer a question about the, you. You said uh, you asked the question a few minutes ago. Why is it going to be? Why are so many people picking a high-scoring game? Um, there are two reasons for that. One, uh, Georgia has been in the habit of playing to the strength of their opponents all year, but Florida, uh, week by week, has been scoring more and more points, and so Georgia is going to have to score more points in order to uh, compete with Florida. Uh, tomorrow, um, you were you made a comment about somebody asked you which line was the most important, the offensive line or the defensive line. I agree with you 100. percent The offensive line is 
most important because in order for Georgia to have a snowball's chance, excuse me, in order for Florida to have a snowball's chance to beat Georgia, um, Florida's quarterback has got to have time to sit back in the pocket and pick out his receivers, and he's got to be able to do so in such a way that the Georgia defenders can't read his eyes and pick him off. So uh, go Gators, and uh, uh, I hope they pull an upset. Okay, thank you. Uh, okay, Jim says, uh, great show. As always, picks Utah, Tennessee, A&M, Mississippi State, Ohio State, Oklahoma, Duke, Gators by three, 27-24. Hope we win. There's not another post-game show that uh, tempts you to start drinking on the air. I won't, no, I won't do that, but I get the point. Uh, yeah. And let's get, uh, I think Tony's going to join us next. He is. Tony, hello. Hey, Steve, how are you? Hey, man. Hey, um, Tennessee Mike asked about the Jags going to London, and the the only way that that would possibly happen uh, is if they don't get the stadium deal done. But no, no one who's the mayor of Jacksonville wants to be the mayor when they lose the Jaguars. So yeah, uh, eventually the stadium deal will be done. But I, I still think they're probably a few years away from from breaking ground on it. Yeah, and I um, and I and uh, somebody also asked in, in an email about when the contract when the contract is. It's through twenty twenty five to keep Florida Georgia there. Yeah, and they they like to usually renew that with about a year or two left. Correct. So, um, but anyway, we'll we'll see. But yeah, I'll, I'll pick some games with you real quick. Okay, uh, we'll flip the order here. Mississippi State Auburn. Auburn. Or- Oregon Utah. I think Oregon wins that. I think Utah is – I don't know if it's luck. I just think Utah is due to lose another one. Carolina A&M. Uh, A&M. Duke-Louisville. Louisville, if that Duke quarterback doesn't play, that's a huge drop-off between the starter and the backup. Uh, I think the most intriguing game of the day, Tennessee-Kentucky. I think Tennessee rolls Kentucky. I think Kentucky's done. <laughs> Ohio State-Wisconsin. We – we saw the greatest Kentucky game that they played in like three years. Though. Yeah, uh, yeah, that was. Yeah, I know that's still great on a lot of people. Uh, Ohio State, yeah. Wisconsin. Ohio State. And Oklahoma, Kansas. I like Kansas in this one. I think uh, you got a little exposed by UCF, and if Malzahn didn't get in the way, they might have won that last week. And Gator scoring one. So I'll take Kansas. Um, we're we're not there yet, Steve. I'd I'd love to pick Florida, but I, I think. Uh, I think we're still a ways away, probably uh, I don't know, thirty-eight to thirty-eight twenty or so, something like that. Okay, appreciate you. The Tony. biggest thing for me is biggest thing for me, Steve. We 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 tend to play from behind so much lately um, against them. We it feels like we're always in a fourteen nothing or twenty-one nothing hole, and even in twenty twenty when we came back and won, if that that excuse me, if Bennett doesn't get knocked out, uh, you know they're up fourteen nothing. Who knows if we're able to come back and eventually you know eventually pull the way. So. Um, just just keep it close and maybe make it a second-half game for the first time in a little while. Okay. Thank you, Tony. I agree with that. Uh, Florida's got – I mean, look, could they come back being down 14 nothing? They they could, but that's not ideal. Uh, and even with that, you know, great offense in 2020, you know, that was that was okay. But and Florida's offense is good, but not to the offense that was there a couple of years ago. Uh, Hammer, hello. Hey, top of the afternoon to your state. Hey. Let's jump on the picks and we'll discuss the game. Okay. Uh, Oklahoma, Kansas. I go Oklahoma. Ohio State, Wisconsin. Ohio State. Tennessee, Kentucky. Tennessee. Duke, Louisville. Louisville. Mississippi State, Auburn. Auburn. 
Oregon, Utah. That's going to be a tough game. You said you liked the Kentucky game. I, I like that game. I'm hoping for the, I'm going to pull for Utah, and I'll pick Utah. Okay. South Carolina, A&M. A&M. Gator scoring what? Steve, you look at this game, and you're playing the two-time defending national champion. They beat you five out of the last six. The University of Florida football team has never beaten – may rephrase it. University of Florida going unranked has never beat a number one team in the country. There's an awful lot of motivation, awful lot of – I call optimism. 26-24 UF, Steve. Okay. Appreciate that. Thank you, Hammer. Uh, John says, many Gator fans won't like this, but with Florida seemingly coming of age against Carolina, an elite young receiver group, Merch's development, overall talented youth, moving to recent recruiting news, easy to be encouraged about the program. Realistically, though, Georgia should win. They're in the middle of an epic championship run as good as any in college history, 24-game win streak, 41 of the last 42. Good news is hard to win 25 in a row, and Florida can be a tough out. Maybe a little early for the Gators, as young as they are to beat Georgia. This could be a great game. Go back to our Clear Sound Audiology phone line. Bernard, hello. Hey, Steve, you were talking about Georgia had an off week and the help them with Brock Bowers being out. Could you foresee a scenario even with them having that week to prepare they still getting the bullets alive. It's a slow adjustment, and that it's a close game, and they have to go into halftime, and in in the third quarter, I think if that's the case, Florida gains some type of momentum that you know they still uh, may have to go into halftime and, and make those adjustments without Brock Bowers. I would say this, Steve. I think following for Florida, the most important thing is for the offensive line to keep uh, grammars upright. I know a lot of people be calling in and saying about Georgia doesn't have this first round, but that, that's relative. It doesn't matter whether it's the first round or if that person that's playing is better than the person across from them on the line of scrimmage. Another thing is this. You have to give props to uh, Billy Napier for the way that uh, – this kid Mercer's played because we heard we read all the preseason publication and it said Graham Merch couldn't play dead in a country western and he's far out seated then. I think that bodes well for Florida moving forward with DJ Lagway coming in. You can see that hey, uh this guy can coach quarterback. He can help them play well and develop them. Steve, I, I don't know. I never pick against the Gators. I know it doesn't look good, but I'm always pull, picking the Gators to win. You have a great weekend, okay? okay? You too. Thank you. PG, hello. Hey, man. Um, I'm going to take a little bit of a different take. I think I think the team that runs the ball more efficiently is going to win the game tomorrow. Um, I also have another prediction, too. I just think it's kind of like the law of averages. I'm, I'm hopeful. The law of being hopeful that Florida gets some of these turnovers that they've been lacking. Sometimes it's just luck. You know what I mean? The ball falls and it bounces funny or, you know, it floats over or tipped. So I'm hopeful for a couple turnovers. But I actually think the, the quarterbacks are kind of a wash. I think they both can throw the ball. The secondaries are pretty similar. I think it's whoever runs the ball better tomorrow. So, anyway, hopeful, man. Go Gators. All right. Thank you, PG. I, I think Georgia's secondary is really good. I think it's the strength of their defense. Um, I'm not saying Florida's secondary is bad. It's just young. So I think 
I, I would give the edge to Georgia there. Um, but you never know in a game what's going to happen, and that's the beauty of the sport. 145, time check brought to you by Hayes Shillery. Final segment coming up. Still time to hear from you. ESPN, 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WYUF. Gainesville Sports Center, here's what's trending now on ESPN, 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF. Hello, good morning, good afternoon. I'm Shay Johnson. Florida Gators football will be taking on their SEC East rivals, the home, the number one ranked Georgia Bulldogs, Saturday in Jacksonville. This is your the, the 101st time Florida and Georgia will be will meet. Coverage will begin here at 11:30 this morning. Gators women cross country won the SEC championship. Also, Parker Velby has won now won back to back national individuals SEC championships. In baseball tonight, the Arizona Diamondbacks will be taking on the Texas Rangers to kick off Game One of the World Series. Coverage will begin here at seven. Tonight, the Florida baseball team will play their first expedition game of the fall in Jacksonville. Currently, Gators men and women swimming and diving team are taking on Georgia inside the O'Connell Center. Sunday, the 19th-ranked Gators women volleyball team will take on the 10th-ranked Arkansas Razorbacks at home. Game time is set for one. This is your Gainesville Sports Center. I'm Shay Johnson. ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM, WRUF. Your home is full of potential, and small changes can make a huge difference. So make your list, pick your designs, and when you're ready to make that potential come to life, rely on Radiant Credit Union to help you get there. A home equity line of credit from Radiant can give you the funds for a home refresh, upgrade to your appliances, or whatever you want to do. Plus, Radiant's special intro rate makes it even more affordable. Visit RadiantCU.org potential to apply today. Federally insured by NCUA. At the Wood Stove and Fireplace Center, there's always excitement around football, family, and the first hint of the fall season. Family owned and operated since 1975, the Wood Stove is the area's premier dealer of wood, gas, and electric stoves and fireplaces. Visit our showroom today to see our large selection of contemporary and traditional styles. Give your fireplace a facelift with our custom glass doors, screens, tool sets, and more. The Wood Stove and Fireplace Center, downtown Gainesville. Or visit woodstoveflorida.com. If you're looking for the best alternative you have to purchasing a new vehicle, look no further than Southeast Car Agency in Gainesville, 310 Northeast 39th Avenue. Steve Russell here. I've been a customer of Southeast Car Agency for a long time. All the vehicles I've purchased have been great. They'll do the same for you. Go online, secars.com. You can check out the vehicles they have in stock. You can go see them in person at Northeast 39th Avenue. The Cousins families run this business for 40-plus successful years. That's Southeast Car Agency. Florida is kayaking country. Kayaks are a great vessel for exploring the state's beautiful waterways. But it's important to be prepared for the journey, regardless of your experience level. Get your boater education and learn about you and your craft's abilities. It'll help you have a safer, more enjoyable time on the water. Before you go, know your limits and always wear your life jacket. Safe boating is no accident. To learn more, visit the Florida Fish and Wildlife Conservation Commission at myfwc.com. 
International Diamond Center's incredible semi-annual store-wide sale is coming November 3rd, 4th, and 5th. It's a three-day, $60 million event. You can take up to 20% off virtually anything or get three years zero interest financing. Get that $2,000 Eternity Band and pay just $56 a month. You can't miss this. Up to 20% off or three years zero interest financing. All rings, all earrings, all bands, all bracelets, all fashion jewelry, even GIA certified diamonds. November 3rd, 4th, and 5th at International Diamond Center at Celebration Point. HCA Florida Silver Springs Emergency, located at 36th Avenue and Silver Springs Boulevard, is now open 24-7. Visit HCAFloridaHealthcare.com to learn more. This emergency department is part of HCA Florida Ocala Hospital. This is not an urgent care center. Its services are billed at hospital rates. Talking the talk and walking the walk. You are listening to Florida's preeminent sports radio station. We are ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF. This is Coach Steve Spurry, and you're listening to Sports Scene with Steve Russell right here on ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF, and anywhere in the world on the WRUF radio app. Thank you, head ball coach. Last 10 minutes or so. 3928255 email srussell at wruf.com. James says exciting game. Gators will win by turnovers and penalties. Georgia will choke. They almost lost a few close games due to choking. Gators have nothing to lose. Okay, I, I assume that's they're going to win. So mark it down as a win for Florida. If you want to get a quick call in about your choice on the game or any of the other games you can do so in this next few minutes and we'll go from there next week let's flip the script a little bit Arkansas comes in here off a bye week and that might be an intriguing game when you take a look at the fact that they fired their offensive coordinator so Will they change what they do on offense? Is that something Florida doesn't have on tape when they see Arkansas? Arkansas can do some things here. You know, Florida's going to see, I mean, Arkansas is going to see Florida and what they do, but Arkansas may do some totally different things with a new person calling plays. And if you look at Arkansas's record, it isn't very good, and the heat is really on Sam Pittman. But they've been in every game just about. They've lost some tough, close games. But remember, their last game was a 7-3 to snoozer. They got beat. So they. how many times today do you see teams being held to three points? And that's why the move was necessitated. So don't chalk this up as a gimme. And if Florida loses, will there be a hangover? You hope not. Sam says, UF's closed the gap. Georgia still has the horses. Another good recruiting class in the year of experience will give UF a better chance. But he picks Georgia 35-10. to 10. I, I don't know. I just don't see a blowout here. Either way. Could be wrong. But I, I, just, I think Florida's better. And I don't know that Georgia is as good as they have been the last couple of years. But I will say this. They sleptwalked through a pretty pedestrian schedule 
But when they got somebody that they thought they had to beat, they played pretty well. And I think, obviously, this is one of those games for them, too. So that's the beauty of it. They're going to finally get a chance to play it, and we're going to get a chance to see it. Let's go back to our Clear Sound Audiology phone line. That's where Bill is. Hi, Bill. Hey, Steve. Great show. Thanks for talking. Take yes, my sir. call. Yep. What do you got? Um, you know, I've been looking at – I, I kind of threw out the Kentucky game because uh, I think it was our worst game and, and Georgia's best game. So when you look at those other three games, you know, I, I really – it makes me feel a little bit better. I think we have a better shot than the 15-point line. Um, my, you know, my heart – I never bet on the Gators. I'm, I'm not that dumb. But uh, my heart would say, like, 36 to 30 if we play perfect. But uh, my if I was a betting guy on the dollar amounts, I'd have to go with <laughs> something like Georgia, like 24-17. Um, I'm looking at the, the – to me, the wild card is really like walking in the line. Can they play, you know, like they did against Tennessee in the first half? Yeah, I, I and think solidify the line. I, I think now with you know, let, let's assume he's. I mean, he's playing, and I don't know at this stage of a season like the NFL is anybody really fully healthy, but he's healthy enough to play, and you know that I think gives Florida more depth now. It gives them a chance to rest some players and keep them fresh because they've had to develop a little more depth because of injury. So I'm hoping that will pay some dividends there for them on that side of the ball. Yeah, me too, big time. Because um, if we can just get a you know a couple holes there, I think Etienne, you know, he could easily take it to the house. That would be a huge, huge play. Um, I think also the game I saw for Georgia, a couple games. I mean, Bowers is their money guy. I mean, he's their go-to guy. So I don't know how that'll affect Beck. I know he's had two weeks to figure that out, but I really think that when they were kind of you know, sputtering or whatever, they went to him like three or four times in a row and just got going. So I think that's a, a plus on our side that that they don't have that uh, ace in the hole. Well, they still have side. a they still have a pretty good. See, this is what we're going to find out, and and this is one of the subplots to the game, Bill. That I'm I'm looking forward to seeing. When you would be, in my opinion, you would be stupid not to try to get the ball to your best receiver. And that's what Bowers was. People forget about how good McConkey was until he got hurt. He's had a bad right. back, right? He was darn good last year for them. He was a terrific weapon for Stetson Bennett. And they yeah. got those transfer receivers in there, and they didn't really go to them as much because they had Brock Bowers and they had McConkey. Well, now we're going to see their value, right? Can Ra Ra Thomas, mm-hmm. you know, can, can he from Mississippi State and the other guy – are they going to step up as transfers and guys that have done it at the SEC level, right, Missouri and Mississippi State? Can they step up for Georgia? That's one of the keys to this game, in my view. Yeah, and can our young DBs maybe come up with an interception? That would be really nice, too. Um, but I, and I go back a long time. I don't know if you're, I'm sure you remember Lindsey Scott. Uh, I live up here in Georgia, right? So I hear Buck Blue uh, a lot on the radio. And that. They always used to play that when Munson was was around. Uh, they'd play that recording every year, and it would just kill me. So uh, when Spurrier, you know, went on his run, I, you know, I just it just never gets old beating Georgia. So I hope we can pull one out this week. Okay, Bill. Thank you. you know, a lot of Gator fans are feeling that way. Byron, hello. 
Hey, Steve, happy Friday. Steve, I haven't been hearing a lot about Rogers' injury. I don't know if you're hearing anything, but uh, tell me, do you think he come, comes back this year and uh, – and, 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 you know, the chances of the Jets making the playoffs. And I'm going to keep going, Steve, and hang up. But Jacksonville, are you buying and selling on Jets, Jacksonville, and Aaron Rodgers and, and Trevor Lawrence? And, and lastly, Steve, I want to just say, go Gators. And, Steve, you know, it's the, it's the season of witchcraft. So witchcraft are you picking, Gators, positive or negative? So all you guys pick is, you know, it's an energy. So, hey. Trick or treat? What do you want to be in Jacksonville? You keep picking the tr- tricks, but I'm I'm, I'm thinking for a treat, Steve. Go Gators! Byron, thank you. I think he asked me. I think if Aaron Rodgers would play again this year, I think the answer is with an asterisk, yes. But will he play if the Jets are out of contention? I would not play him. Why risk injury? Now you have a whole off season. I get it. But if the Jets are in contention, I think they play him. Uh, do I buy the Jaguars? Yes, I do. Uh, much like the Chiefs, last week the Chiefs put it together. The Jags really haven't put it together offensively yet. I think they're better than what they have played to this point. Last two emails of the day. Andrew, can Napier possibly outcoach Kirby for the win? He coached decently last year against them. Okay, what does that mean? If if Nap if Florida beats Georgia, did Napier outcoach Kirby Smart? So how do you quantify that, right? If if Florida plays a game and they lose by three, does that mean that Napier outcoached Kirby Smart? I, I guess it's all subjective in your mind, uh, but I think the answer to to answer the question is sure, possible, yes. Todd says, please ask Billy. Look, he would listen to me. Uh, to run Johnson and ETN more on the edges. I believe we have better results, plus it gets the defense moving. The idea, Todd, anybody else, is to get the play called. If it's, I don't care if it's up the middle, on the edge, positive yards. By the way, narrowly, for people who have picked today, Georgia uh, is picked twice more than Florida winning. So just about 50-50, which is kind of what I expected. Thanks to Thomas for producing today. We thank you for listening. Well, tomorrow we get a lot of questions answered. Our pregame show begins at 11.30. We'll have the Extra Point postgame show after. So get ready for Florida and Georgia. I'm Steve Russell, ESPN, 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WYUF.